0: Are you a corporation in need of coaching and training?
1: A church or nonprofit that's seeking speakers, coaching, or training services?
0: Conference organizer in need of a keynote speaker?
1: Or a couple seeking relationship, premarital, or marital counseling or coaching? Great. You are part of our our C-Factor.
0: That Life is a faith-based firm that provides speaking, coaching, training, and consultant services.
1: Are you ready to be about that life?
0: That Life specializes in helping individuals and organizations create transformational shifts that help them transition from caterpillars to beautiful butterflies.
1: And we're looking to connect with decision makers who are booking upcoming retreats, conferences, or trainings.
0: We are also available for group or one-on-one coaching and consultant services.
1: Please contact us for a free consultation at now at gmail.com. And remember to live, live that,
0: that life win, now. Hey Sometimes it takes the bad days to appreciate the good ones. But no matter what, but you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning.
1: Have you ever felt like you couldn't make it? Welcome to that life podcast where we discuss love and relationships, spirituality and faith, career and education, pop culture, and everything in between. We give our take on it all as we navigate the path to living that life.
0: Greetings, greetings, greetings. Welcome to our
1: conversation.
0: Another episode of That Life Podcast.
1: And today we have with us Victoria Watkins. She wears many hats, So I will not even try to say them. I will let her say them. But welcome to the Debt Life Podcast, Victoria. Welcome. Greetings. Greetings, greetings. Thank you all for having me. I am so happy to be on here. We're happy to have you. So introduce yourself to our audience and tell them a little bit about your background. Um, So as you mentioned, my name is Victoria Watkins. I am from Chicago. I am a lawyer. I went to the University of Illinois for undergrad Mm -hmm. and studied consumer economics and finance. And I went to DePaul University College of Law. Um, I uh, have a history in working in government. So I've worked for the state of Illinois and the city of Chicago and um i have been a lobbyist and also um a strategist and legal advisor i also um had hosted a fashion law blog which i would like to bring back um i shouldn't say bring back it does <laughs> still really exist. It, it does still exist you can find it at the com. um but i need some more current posts so i'm working on that but um I've done some legal advising and strategy work in uh, fashion and creative arts law. And um, now I am also the founder of Joy and Magic, curated teas, and the author of Little Valerie and Her Big World of Options. And I'm working on it Wow! So that's- And you're work- you said you're working on what? I'm working on an app also, but that's, that's still in process, so. What
0: would the app detail?
1: Um, it'll be a shopping app, so uh, so nice that developed, and definitely work on the content portion of it, but uh, hopefully soon to come.
0: okay. so tell us about your teas. How did you get into the herbal tea business?
1: Uh, so I got into tea because when I was little, I would spend a lot of time with, uh, my great grandmother and instead of giving me coffee, when she would have coffee, she would make me tea. And so I was drinking tea all the time and, um, it has pretty much forever been my favorite drink. And when I was getting ready to leave, I worked, uh, like I said, for the city of Chicago when I was preparing to leave that role. I, uh, decided that I wanted to get into several streams of income because when you work for the government, there are, you know, different limits and things are conflicts and stuff. You can't do that as much. So I wanted to open, um, a tea room and a very good friend of mine named Gina said that I needed (laughs) to, um, obviously have my own tea, uh, my own, uh, tea line if I'm gonna have a tea room. And it was like, well, (laughs) duh, yes. And so, um, (laughs) What I also realized at that time was that it was simpler, not necessarily easy, but definitely simpler to start an online tea shop as I uh was starting to build the uh, actual brick and mortar or, you know, get that up and running. Um and it's a good thing that it happened that way because it was this was would have been shortly before the pandemic and it could have been grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> so um uh so yes, yeah, tea has always been like a passion project of mine, but um I started it as a way to have an additional stream of income and also to be a piece in building wealth. And i said tea is like my favorite drink. So, um, and it also has many wellness properties and, um, is an aid to general health. So, uh, it has a lot of benefits.
0: So can you give us some names of your teas? I am a, a, a frequent drinker of them, but, um, (laughs) give us some names and the reasons and what's in them and how can they help per se help health wise mentally wise all of that good stuff
1: yes so um i'm glad you mentioned that because that is kind of the whole premise of joy and magic is for people to uh live and feel joy and magic not only when they drink it but um just in, in general in their lives and so each tea the flavor and the name Was decided with, uh, as I like to say, with purpose and wellness in mind. So all of the teas have wellness properties because tea is inherently healthy. Um, But I have uh, some. I have a plain green tea, which is called Trusted Magic, and green tea is um, it is caffeinated, uh, but not to the like large level that coffee would be caffeinated. Um, but it does still give you energy and it is also a good base for adding other uh, flavors to it or um, you can use it as a base for like for smoothies, etc. And so I also add this note that what another thing that's special about Joy and Magic is that you can take your tea up a level and you have recipes on the website uh, where you can use your tea to either pair it with spirits or to make other uh, concoctions to drink. So. Um, and
0: no, we've, no, and no, we've no. done that
1: and it's really good
0: so let's 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 dive more so I can drink tea in the mornings to get me going and give me that joy and magic right to get my day and my frustrations of work it it, it does that right Right. yeah uh but then you said spirits
1: yes yes
0: so then not at work but in the not evening,
1: at work. although I have heard that there are some jobs out there that require what I would like to call hennessy and holy water but I would not <laughs> suggest, I would not suggest <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> so what what type of the teas do you have that is tapped with spirits?
1: Um, so Victorian Sass is our signature flavor and it is a strawberry and peach flavor tea. It's a white tea. Um, it, is, the flavor itself is light and, um, it can be paired very nicely with either a whiskey or bourbon, but also with tequila. Um, another one of the pairings is with cold magic. Cold magic is, uh, what I like to call a fixer elixir. Um, because it is good for a variety of symptoms so if you have a headache or well many teas help with headaches but um, uh, headache or upset stomach seasonal symptoms uh, you know there's a lot of germs going around these days <laughs> the last couple of years um, so this tea helps with that and I also have a recipe to pair with cold magic where you can add uh, different items including uh, your favorite cognac to really help get those germs uh, out of your system, uh, I think one of the other favorites for uh, pairing with spirits—it also is a good pairing with tequila—is the Dark Magic, and that's a, a raspberry-flavored green tea. Oh, oh, and Relentless Joy is uh, a green, a, yes, a green tea with uh, rose flavor, and it is perfect with rosé. Wow! You also have a, what is it, an apple or something? That was a seasonal drink. Yes. Yes. seasonal tea that what was really it, called? it was the apple sip it was a, a joy season tea so you know we kind of alternate between joy season and magic season and that was the last joy season tea but it was basically just like sipping on an apple and mm-hmm. uh so that goes well mm-hmm. with you know your favorite apple flavored uh cognacs little apple crown in there Make it up
0: it went well with uh apple cider
1: yes Yeah,
0: I would put just a little apple cider in with it Mm -hmm. uh, and it really boosted even the tea. And, you know, some people can you can just they take just drink hot water with apple cider.
1: Yeah, that tea. I really like that tea, but I'm a fruity uh, tea person. And you know that, Victoria, because <laughs> you are, Victoria is the person who actually really first started me to drinking teas and enjoying tea, I should say. Because before that, I was the person that would only drink tea if I was sick. And so what she started doing was, when I was sick, she would give me, like, good tea. And it made me actually say, okay, this tastes good. Like, mm. And then she just kept introducing me to different teas and different Um, styles of teas. And now you talked about Victorian sass. That's my favorite one because it is a fruity tea. Um, I think Hiram's favorite is Relentless Joy, but we both, and he is a a tea connoisseur um, Mm -hmm. and I am just a person that like wants it to taste good, but there's something for everyone in Joy and Magic because one of the things about it, you can really see the passion that you have for tea come through. And so when you were telling the story about your great grandmother, it makes so much sense because you can really feel that passion. And then, of course, I know just from watching you, just how involved you are with the teas. It's not like just a business. This is something that you are very involved in with the creation of the teas, the mixtures and all of that. And so that's something that really, really comes through. And that's important. If you're going to, you know, step out on faith, get out the boat and um, do something, you know, be an entrepreneur, especially you're an attorney. So that was a pivot, you know, to say I'm going to go into the tea business, but you have to be passionate about it. And so that was a pivot in one direction, but then you have some other things going on. So how did you then get go into the other businesses, the other things that you have? Like you're an author. How did that come about? Yes, yeah, so um, I, I did write a children's book it's called Little Valerie and Her Big World of Options. Uh, and you can find it at littlevaleriebigworld.com. And I should specify that Valerie is spelled V-A-L-A-R-I-E because that is how my Nana spelled it for my mom, or spells <laughs> um and so also warning flag with naming uh main characters after your parents because my mom is a stalker because uh this book is going to be a series i'm a little bit behind time wise and getting out book two um and she reminds me of that so um if you need that kind of motivation you should name it after somebody (laughs) who will stalk you about um i didn't think about that going in but uh obviously wouldn't trade it so um I also, I was just encouraged to write the book because I remember watching the Summer Olympics in 2016 and really being uh, inspired by a lot of the stories of specifically the women um, and what they had overcome and gone through in their childhood and gotten to the point of not only being in the Olympics, but winning gold medals. And, And then seeing, you know, after that, all of the different things that they've been able to do since then. So it really was an inspiration to me to write something so that, little kids would know that there are so many options to what they can do in life. And, um, you know, a lot of times little kids will see, you know, just a few, uh, kind of a narrow world. You know, they see their parents, whatever it is their parents do. But then, you know, teachers, they know about, you know, police and firemen and things that are kind of in typical books. But, um, you know, little kids should know that they can be asset managers. Little kids should know that they can be coders. They can be engineers. And, you know, they, they, they should know they can be lobbyists. Uh, <laughs> many of those things, you know, a lot of us <laughs> did not know about at you know age five or six. And so, this is to introduce things like that to them, so they can really have an idea of how big their world is. I like. I agree. I think that you really exemplify that because the things that you are doing it's so diverse. And a lot of times, once we do find, you know, what it is we want to do, so like Valerie finds out, oh, I can be a coder, and so now she's doing coding work, or. Now she is, you know, a lobbyist and she's doing that. A lot of times when we find out what it is we want to do, and especially if we're successful at it, Mm -hmm. um, even if we have thoughts or ideas or dreams of branching into other things, that can be scary. And so what would you say, you know, I guess to people that are, you know, maybe went to school for one thing and they've been doing that if they would like to take that leap into something entirely different, what motivated you, what helped you finally do it? Um, I think definitely uh, something that I uh, heard reiterated in Andre Leon Talley's book, which I read recently, his last memoir, um, uh, the chiffon trenches, he talked about the importance of doing your homework. And when I consider getting into new things, I do research first because we may think that something is one thing but until you get to you know deep enough in it it may be something else. So I would definitely uh, stress to do your homework and it is so easy now to do research in a way that it wasn't um, even 10 years ago but certainly not uh, you know 15 20 years ago. we all have Google and you don't have to be invited anymore. so uh, do your research and really get an idea of what the industry is like and um, then really branch out and start trying to meet people in that industry.
0: Um, Network.
1: Yep. Networking is so important uh, because you don't know what will come from networking and what will come from random connections. Uh, And I would also say be open to uh, a shift in your plan. Uh, I ended up in government because I just knew I was going to be a fashion lawyer coming out of law school, except it was during the economic downturn and (laughs) a lot of the intellectual property programs and departments in law firms, or even at fashion houses were either shrinking or completely going away because the economy was so bad. And, you know, I had no plans of going to work in state government and, um, You know, fast forward all these years later, I did it and I really loved it. And so I think having to um, be open to a shift is also really important as well. But doing some research and making sure that um, you at least have a good idea of what you think you're going to do, um, because there'll be parts of it that you won't like. And you just have to be able to get through those parts. They shouldn't be a deterrent um, if it's something you really want to do. But research will help you get those answers.
0: Good. So tell us, as you said, you wanted to do one type of work as an attorney. uh, What kind of services do you serve now as an attorney?
1: Um, So now I do still get to do fashion law. I've not been able to do it like nine to five, but that's okay. Like I said, I wouldn't trade uh, the path that I've been on. So um, I do advise uh, fashion designers and uh, other like creative industry brands. I also help people to set up their companies, so that's creating, you know, LLCs or other business structures, doing those filings, also advising them in the sense of things that they need to do to not only get their business started but to keep their business going and help their business grow. Uh, in addition to that, I help write uh, or completely <laughs> draft operating agreements or other uh, contracts that businesses may need. So doing some of that and um, also working on getting into venture capital because I feel like it's really important to invest in companies that would be an LVMH company or would be a carrying company or, you know, a, a part of some other major either luxury brand house or other conglomerate, um, but for um, not having the resources that would get them to that level. So, you know, the whatever it is, the brand is like, so remarkable is beyond dope, but if they had the right resources and funding, um, they would be just like certainly unicorns and out of this world. I want to be able to help fund them. So starting that, but um, advising and doing strategy at this point. Good.
0: So with that, I mean, that is so exciting. Uh, you know, people ask, like, when do you sleep?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if I have to make a top five list of my favorite things, I, I'm not always sure what the other four would be, but sleep would be on the list. If I had to make the, <laughs> the i one and two, I, or the other two, I don't know about the order, but sleep would be on there. You <laughs> so, um, are definitely one of those people that I used to say, I have sleep envy. Yes. Because I just wish that I could sleep like that, you know, that long or whatever. So, I just, I guess when you sleep, you sleep well. But now, yes. with so much going on, like i saying, how do you even have the time for sleep, just work, you know, faith, family, life balance?
0: Even like with us, I mean, I, I mean even when we're not working, our mind is going, no. so we can't sleep. Right. You, you know, just have so, so much going how, on. and I'm sure you wrote a book. You continue you're going to continue to write books. You're creating teas. You're still helping other people with their brand. So, when do you really? Maybe I should say rest.
1: Yes. Um. So actually, I, as far as the sleep part, I do have that issue where I'm like, I will be laying in my bed. The lights are out. It's quiet, and I'm like, okay, I do this. Okay, okay what about Oh, wait. Let me set this reminder real quick. I am. And so to answer your question, one of your questions. I how do I do it with sleep and rest? I'm very dependent on my reminders and my calendar. And I try to do my very best to like leave the white space alone. So if I don't have something planned, I should not plan anything to fill up that white space. <laughs> um, but a, a lot of it too is um, a little bit of, I, I guess, healthy self-bullying. It's like, um, you know, you do not need to add another thing. Do you? <laughs> so I have to uh, kind of get myself uh, together that way. But I also have an amazing crew who (laughs) does the same thing, like really something else, another thing. Um, And so that's helpful as well, definitely from an accountability perspective. But uh, it's constant work. It is something I have to, you know, like be on top of all the time.
0: So how do you encourage yourself with all the things that you have going on? And like you say, uh, things happen in life, you know, with these last two years, you know, with COVID, there's pitfalls, even without the pandemic, there's pitfalls. Mm -hmm. How do you continue to encourage yourself and keep going in spite of it all? And I mean, somewhere in there, I know you have a family, a personal life, you know, you have this, that, one thing and another. How do you stay on track and continue to be motivated?
1: Um, uh, prayer first, (laughs) that is for certain. I mean, I have, um, prayer and devotionals like built into my day intentionally um, because I know that I can't take too many steps without them. So I have them just like automatic fixtures. Um, I'm also heavily dependent on, you know, a little bevy of of pastors. (laughs) Um, Either I I know I need to see, you know, their new uh, material like each week um, and or like, oh, let me go back and watch that because I need to hear that other one again um and um i think the other thing i play worship music all throughout the day and I, I, sometimes I, it's not worship music i'm playing but that's helpful too um and again just having a major support system between my family and my close friends uh we are all like uh sharing those types of things with each other and i think we all kind of know like mm, nope, this person's been quiet on the group chat or this part, you know, whatever, and know each other well enough to, like, reach out and, and things like that. So having that uh, foundation of uh, prayer and faith and then the support around that of, uh, you know, just the additional people in my life is pretty much the only way that it gets done. Because, you know, sometimes you got to pop in the group chat and be like, let me tell y'all about this. <laughs> and, um. That support is really important,
0: that's your venting.
1: yes, yes,
0: so that helps. so I like that music, vending, having a support group uh hey. yes, yes, for sure prayer mm-hmm. uh and and ministering and just sitting and allowing God to use you and to revive you is always good. You've accomplished so much, and I'm sure with the things that you're doing with the teas to books with uh, your business, even as an attorney, what, what are you looking to do for 2023 and beyond?
1: You mentioned the app. You mentioned um, venture capitalists. Are there other things?
0: Even anything new or even where you want to take what you already have to another level?
1: Um, I definitely want to. I want to take all of them to the uh to another level. I shouldn't say next because we could skip some levels. (laughs) So, um, I obviously like I told y'all that the book I gotta get on that. Um, you know, I got somebody keeping me on task, so (laughs) I'm trying to uh do that as soon as possible. But I'm definitely looking for uh, strategic events and other partnership opportunities for Joy and Magic. Uh, it does not only have to be you know an online or in, in Windy City Tea. Um, so it doesn't have to be the traditional places that you see tea, but maybe in swag bags or maybe, you know, the official tea of a such and such tour, you know, or something like that. So I would love to do things like that. Um, as you mentioned, definitely getting into venture capital and um, promoting uh, ownership definitely within uh the black community so that we can uh really be able to grow our wealth and also close the racial wealth gap so really uh energized about economic justice majorly so um so those things for sure um probably some things that i can't think of or just don't know of yet So, so whatever that is too but yes definitely taking these businesses to the next level and um Uh, getting this app off the ground also. One of the things that I know that you do um, that we haven't talked about, you do mentoring and a lot of giving back in a lot of different ways, you know, different projects, different organizations that you are involved in where it's some sort of help to like youth and, you know, it's needed. It's definitely needed. Our youth definitely need positive role models people that can share experiences with them and things like that. So what would you say to people to try to encourage other people to really just take time out and invest in the youth? Because it's something that I know that you're passionate about. Um, I think it's something that's really important to do. And uh, we can't do everything, but if we get the youth to think that they can, they will try. And I think sometimes that's uh, an unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances that there are youth who uh, don't try because they don't know what they can do or they think that they have limits. And so that's why I think it's really important to um, really open up the world for them and remove the ceilings because once they start to realize how big the world is and the many things that they can do, even if they, you know, they may start one thing and, you know, end up doing something else or whatever, but, If they are just out there trying and learning and um, getting to uh, really seize more opportunities and what may make up what could be their kind of tiny little world, uh, we really will make, I think, progress uh, in our our society because it needs to be across the board, certainly in this country. I'm sure others too. Yeah, it's like little Valerie and her big world World of options. options. They just need to be introduced, right, and made aware. Yes, yes. No feelings. What would you? This is more of, I guess, like a personal one. What would you tell your younger self today? (laughs) Um. um, Oh goodness, you know what? Actually, so I've had like kind of. I've had answers for this before, but I heard somebody answer it recently the same question and they said nothing because one I probably wouldn't have listened and two um I wouldn't change I wouldn't change the path that I have had or, or where I am and so when I heard that I was like that is a really good answer. Even though I do look back sometimes and be like, oh, you probably should have taken that class instead. Or, oh, you should have, you know, considered this or considered that. So there's probably random little things, but there's not. And there's certainly some things I would change about the past. But <laughs> big picture, um, actually, I don't know that I would tell myself anything other than just, like, keep going. And I would reiterate when my mom uh. uh tells me a lot. And that is, uh, this too shall pass. Cause sometimes we can't, it's kind of like with knowing your options, we can't really always see too far ahead. And so we think, you know, that whatever it is we're dealing with is like, you know, the biggest thing. And it might be at that moment, but at some point you'll be through that and you'll be over it. And I probably would remind myself of that more is that, you know, there's more life girl and you (laughs) got a lot more time left. So don't be too twisted up on this.
0: That's a good answer. Is that is that more of because of your faith to the point of, you know, sometimes I think of, yes, it would be a lot I would probably want to change. Or let me put it this way. It's a lot that I don't like yeah. about my past, mm-hmm. but sometimes I say I don't know if I would change it because some of the things I went through and did from jobs to life, mm-hmm. it wouldn't lead me to this point I am in right now. yeah. And so I am so grateful to what God has me now. I feel like I had to go through right. and do certain things, no matter how they were some to get to this point. Is that kind of how you feel?
1: Definitely. Definitely. Yes. Because I, I mean, like you said, it's, it's all faith and having, um, that, knowledge of faith and how faith works because yeah there's things i would go back and say oh, i would have changed that i would have known but it's you really can't live in in hindsight um because you don't learn anything that way um and and i mean foolishry is alive and thriving and i see no signs of it letting up <laughs> so faith is really <laughs> <laughs> the answer
0: <laughs> and bulletry comes uh, you know for our listeners bulletry comes from people
1: Foolish the reality. for people. Foolish goes for people. It, it, it and is, so it is the art of foolishness. And it's yeah. it yeah. It it's just alive and thriving.
0: One thing I would hope our young listeners as Gina had asked the question will know we all here have been to college. We all had some kind of dream of a job. I always ask people, what do you want to be when you grow up? and where the literally the job I'm in right now was not never on my list so, yep. <laughs> so uh, I want young people from the people that read your books, the adolescents the, the the college students I want them to look big and have big options but know that there is a faith way that God has something bigger Jeremiah 29 11, God knows the plans for you mm-hmm. so if you don't get to do what you thought you went to school for. That may be a part of God's plan, mm-hmm. and you have to walk in. And into it'll it. all
1: be okay. It's Just like you were saying, you weren't thinking of being in government at all, but then you loved it. I did, and and it um actually people would ask me you know at different times especially when i was working for the city oh my god is that your dream job and i was actually surprised by how many people would ask me that but but um and like people who didn't know each other random people over the you know the time i was there and uh i said i guess it's the dream job i never dreamt because the one i I didn't know about it Mm to want it or dream it but um if i had i'm probably would have wanted it if I would have known about it. But I think that's the other thing to add to your point. I think that's right on. Is like you can have or get to dreams that you didn't dream, but, um, you know, and that's just from being open to new plans, the God's plans, definitely. Definitely being open. And the thing about God, like God is is so good because once he opens you up to one thing and you are able to see that, then he'll start to give you new dreams, more dreams, yep. you know, because again, your world is opening up. And so it's like, okay, I didn't, I didn't plan to be here. I didn't even know this existed. But now that I'm here, it's like one of my favorite scriptures, like you show me a new path of life. Okay. So you know, now I'm having dreams that I never even thought of, probably wouldn't have thought of, mm. you know, but that's just the way it works. Like you said, when you are open. Yeah. And so we, you know, for young people, just do your best, work hard at whatever it is you're trying to do, but continue to be open and flexible and just let God lead you. Yeah.
0: yeah that, that is very powerful. Uh, I wish somebody would have told me that <laughs> some years ago, especially as the world is changing. The young people today are, I like their energy. Uh, they they want to go for they're not like us that look for a job for, to retire and a pension. They, they, they come in, they stand out of place for two or three years, and they moving on. Yeah. And there they're going. And I, I I think that's great, but they still need, like you said earlier, they need to do research. Yeah. They need to see what they need to do, where they need to go, and maybe they need to come up with their own 401K and their own plans because the IRA. Yeah, they need to yeah. – because. they're they're definitely not thinking of retirement.
1: Right. Yeah, it's not like you know, like their parents or grandparents where it's like, you know, I'm gonna go work this job and stay there for 30 years and then retire. That's just not the way the world is. Yeah you Know right now, so yeah, and I think the thing too is, um, I'm all for the drive and the determination of doing what you want to do, but there's always going to be parts of it that you don't like, and so that would be my uh warning to <laughs> the younger folks is like, there you're going to have to get over some parts that um don't seem as appealing. My dad always says that the key to success is doing the things that nobody likes to do because if you got to do only the things you like to do, you it. You just wouldn't be doing a, a very amazing or fabulous job. I would say. <laughs> It'd be true, but I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that because I do see that in the younger generation where it's like they some of them would almost rather do nothing mm-hmm. until they can do exactly what they want to do and how they want to do it. And it's like it doesn't work like that all the time. For a very few select lucky people, yes, but for most people. You have to do what you have to do until you can do what you want to do. Right. Yes. And a lot of them, they just have, like, this vision in their head, like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to work nine to five. I don't want to work for anyone. I don't want, you know, I don't want to follow rules, whatever it is, you know, because I, they see it, like, but I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to get. And some people can do that. Yeah. You know, but. That's not the case for the majority right. That's, right. Really, if that's' the that's exception that's not the rule yeah, <laughs> you know? definitely, definitely and I mean, I know all do what of you things. have to do what you can what you want later right. right
0: right what would be one piece of advice you would give to a young person that is listening that is interested in the things that you are doing and where you are going uh what would be one little sentence or uh, motivation that you would give them today?
1: Um, I would definitely say do it, try it, um, and don't give up. And that doesn't mean that you do something and, uh, you know, you find that it's not a fit, so you can't do something else, but it means that if you find it's not a fit, keep going and find out what the fit is. So it's okay to, you know, have many things going on or to start some things and do them as long as they run their course, but always just keep going. And um, whether it's formal education, which I think still gets you, you know, a few steps ahead, whether- Oh it's, yeah, gets you at the table. Yeah, definitely. And it, they may not care what that major was in, <laughs> but but at least, you know, knowing that you completed a formal program is really important, but there's also additional forms of education to get as well, and knowing what you are talking about is extremely important. So be well read and be well studied. I like it. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners? Anything that we haven't asked you about or we haven't talked about today? Um, not that I can think of. Um, yeah, we talked. We talked tea. We talked books. Um, uh, I think that's. I think that's everything. So where can our listeners find you? You mentioned a couple of websites for your different ventures that you have going on. We know that you're working on an app, so that'll be happening hopefully soon. Yeah. So where can our listeners kind of find you, whether it's social media or a website, so that they can check out your products and keep up with what you have going on, check out the blog, when you know you start that back up, where can they find you? So I realize now because I'm gonna have to give you like more than one website at this point, but I do have a draft website for my uh, like my full like official company with all these things underneath it. Uh, that's just not live on the internet yet, and I realize that I need to do that because it has you know links to everything. But um, you can um, find my tea at joyandmagictea.com, um, my book at littlevaleriebigworld.com. And again, that's Valerie, V-A-L-A-R-I-E. And um, my blog, you know what? Please go over there and stalk me, y'all, because I really do want to, um, <laughs> to bring more back. find, You know, like some good interns to write and I can edit or something, I don't know. But that's the baffledblog.com, baffled as in B-A-F-F-L-E-D. And it was an acronym for Business Advice, Fashion Facts, Law, and Entertainment Domain. I need to get back up there. So what did you do with that blog? Um, so it started off as a fashion law blog because I thought I was going to be a fashion lawyer and <laughs> that, that didn't happen. But I um, started it at a time when the fashion law niche was really like starting to get off the ground as they were opening the Fashion Law Institute at Fordham University. And there were other law students and recent grads who had started fashion law blogs as well. And so we had this great community on Twitter and with write for each other's blogs. And um, I've spoken at a few different uh, fashion law symposiums and things like that. Um, there's another, uh, John Marshall Law School had a fashion law society. Um, and so that was why I started it because I knew at that time the industry was like really starting to take off and I wanted to do uh, research and writing. I've been in a couple of magazines for things that I've written because I wanted to have credibility in that industry early on because I could see where it was going. Um, so that's why I started the blog. I was writing on that thing like two or three times a week for at least like nine or 10 years. And, um, yeah, I want to get back to it. Um, but I also want to be realistic about what my plate is looking like right now. So, um, but like I said, the information that's over there, as far as like the tips and the, uh, legal information is all still up to date. Um, but, uh, it's been a little bit too long since I uh, since I have a new post, but there's still a lot of content there. Um, my social media, so it is joy and magic um, underscore t and little valerie big world. Nice. Oh, and the Apple blog is actually on Instagram, but I would just say go to the website because, again, not really posting. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the website, like I said, if you if you go way back and start, you've got a lot, it's a lot to read over there. <laughs> I just got to get some news. Exactly, new stuff. a lot to keep you occupied while she yeah. revamps and rethinks and creates some new content. Yes.
0: Well, good, good. I, I'm looking forward to, for you to take some rest. And to start working on the next edition of the book. Yes. So hopefully we can see that late 2023, early 2024, uh, that you continue with your tease yes. uh, and that you continue to advance. And I still feel that, you know, eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard, yet still what God has in store for you. But I know that you will be open to the calling as one of our podcasts said, you will definitely get off the boat and continue to move forward and let God lead you where he would have you to go. So we thank you, thank you, thank you for this time. We bless you, bless you, bless you. We ask God to increase your territory.
1: Thank you. until, Until next time, go live that life now. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thank you for being about that life. That transformed, healed, affirmed, triumphant life. Go win and meet us here next week for another episode. Live that life now. But
0: no matter what, you just keep winning. Just keep winning. Just keep winning. 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 To every winner. Every champion.
1: Every overcome I'm about that life. If you want to be about that life, connect with us on social media. Like and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Live That Life Now. On Twitter at Live That Life Twenty, and at YouTube, That Life. Contact us via inbox, DM, or email at LiveThatLife Now at gmail.com with feedback or show topic ideas.
0: Every time we look up, we want to see you winning.
1: Live Live that life life
0: now.